I'm Master Ken, and you're listening to Karate Cafe, which is bullshit. Welcome to Karate Cafe, your source for martial arts conversations since 2005. Karate Cafe is sponsored by Piranha Gear. Visit PiranhaGear.com for all your martial arts equipment needs. And now, here's your hosts, Paul Wilson and Dan Williams. Hello again, everybody. It's Paul here with Karate Cafe, and just off my center line is my good friend Dan Williams. Dan, how are you doing? Good. How are you, Paul? All right. Happy New Year to you. Yes. Did you have a good holiday and Christmas and whatnot? <clears throat> I did. I did. A, a, it was pretty casual. We uh, we went down to the coast, as as it is down here in Texas, oh. and uh, it rained and was cold, and there was only like three people on the island, but that's okay. Um <laughs> I did not. I, I would have gone to the coast, but the lake is frozen. So, <laughs> so the coast actually just kind of keeps going. Right? That's right. Technically, all the way to Canada. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it was a it was a good New Year. We obviously uh, took the holidays off. Yes, as, as as we are wont to do, and of course, you know, pretty much the weeks and months and some. Cases. Yeah, we were gonna we were gonna run reruns, but then we realized it's a podcast. People can just go back and listen to them. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> although some I have pulled off, and you know, I had uh, for a while some people that would say like, "Hey, we need the you know the new episodes," and you know, people who have been listening to us for a while and hopefully are listening to us again right now yes. uh, had you know they all yeah they all have them. So and it just you know the the thought was I was going to just sit down, do a quick blurb, maybe a little mini sode, and then do the. Uh, the, the reruns, but that actually requires time for me to sit down and do it. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> and so, and moving into the holidays and, and with the, the fast paced life of a, of, of a darling podcaster that I am. Um, yeah, it didn't happen. So I, my new year's resolution and our new year's resolution is to try and get, uh, back in the, in the flow and, uh, try and get it going. And, uh, and you know, I think along with that, just to let people know, we're probably going to reduce these to a half an hour. I think we've been kind of reducing them over time. Of course we say that and it never works, but, no. um, just so the expectation is there, but I think that it will be easier for us to fit in with our schedule when it's just like, uh, it's a little half hour thing as opposed to a whole hour, which then turns into an hour and a half, you know, <laughs> and, then, and then, and then pre-pro time or post post-production and cleaning up well, the clearing room. And you know, it's funny. I'm sure that, well, that too, but I'm sure everybody has had the experience where they're talking with their classmates after a class. Um, and, all of a sudden, you realize that it's an hour and a half after class is over, and your wife or husband or children or whoever is probably panicked because you're not home yet. Right. And you go, "Oh no, I got to get home." Yeah, you get the you know you get the text. That's uh, constantly. It's like I get the, "Are you okay?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah." So I just started talking about somebody to you know something to somebody, and one thing linked to another. So yeah. yeah. So anyway. So Hey, here's an interesting self-defense point because we're just we're we're just so random on this podcast. Um, is there is because uh, I got a new iPad Air for Christmas, which is awesome, and uh, there is a Friend Finder app for I think the iOS 8.1 where um, my wife can simply click an icon and she can see on a map where I am. So as far as if you're worried about your spouse being somewhere or you're worried about them, I know that for, for me, uh, living in Michigan, uh, Jen worries about me on the way to work when the weather's really bad. And I just say, hey, check the Friend Finder app. And if my car is in the parking lot at work, I probably got there okay. Um, yeah. So actually, it's a nice little safety feature, especially if you've got kids and stuff like that. You can kind of... Check on them and make sure they got their their the place where they were going. Okay. Yeah, maybe we need to do that. Maybe we need to do since as we're both in the 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 IT world. Maybe we need to make like a little technology corner on. Hey, there you on, go. On, on stuff like that because um, yeah, there are things like that. Like just the other other week, uh, and we do have a topic, but this is the inevitable tangent. This is the random part of our show. Yeah, <laughs> this is the random corner. Of the technology corner, <laughs> we of kick it off podcast. with the random part. The uh, the uh, a week or so ago, I was uh, it was over the holidays, and we were down at uh, Central Market. For those of people in Texas that know what Central Market is, and yeah, it's a big you know shishi. Is it a, is it a market that's centrally located? It uh, it's, it's, well, vaguely centrally market. It's 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 a chain, and they're kind of like a Whole Foods kind of thing. Oh, like, okay. a little more a little more high end. Anyway, they have this big. Um, 
uh, playground, a really nice playground. It's a genius idea because they have a bar and a playground and the kids can play and it's kind of closed in and, and, and whatnot. But uh, there's a park attached to it. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, really from a, the kids stay kind of central and it's kind of enclosed in, but I mean, there are routes where kids could, you know, wander off and old yeah. people could. So uh, that's all to preface this. So one day we were sitting there and, you know, a lady came running out and she, she was looking around frantically. And, uh, and then about 30 seconds later, like three or four cop cars pulled in, woo, you know, with their lights flashing and Whoa. cause she couldn't find her child. Oh boy. Um, and, uh, it, you know, panic ensued and people oh, were sure. running around and, and then they, they found the kid. Cause it's it, like I say that the, the, the playground structure area itself is pretty big and it's got different sections. So I don't actually know where the kid was cause we were, we were getting ready to leave. So we just kind of see, saw this in the car. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyway, one of the things that I've always recommended in a, in a uh, in our self-defense seminars and stuff that we has, uh, that we has, that we have, <laughs> um, and it, boop, uh, is, uh, you know, everyone has a smartphone. Yeah. You know, everyone or has a phone with a camera on it these days. So, you know, maybe take a minute or two if you're going to be someplace like that, like especially during the holidays when it's crazy and there are people in the mall and the people yep. shopping around, is take a picture of your kid with what they're wearing. Oh, that's a great idea. You know, and it doesn't how I mean, everyone likes taking pictures of their kids and everyone likes right. putting it on Facebook, right? So, I mean, so that way. So why not? Because I could see her. She was explaining, you know, telling the, 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 the police officers, you know, what the kid was wearing, wearing. And, and blah, blah, blah. And if you can just show them a picture. And then yep. you can delete it or you can, you know, upload it and, you know, whatever you want to do, change your status. Everything's backed up to the cloud now. I mean, you just, it automatically gets backed up and then you delete it from your phone and it's just invisible to you, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, take a second, especially if it's a cold day, you know, yep. uh, with their hat and coat and whatnot on and then with not their hat and coat, you know, and, yep. then, and then you're covered. And then you have a cute picture of your kid. So. And you have a cute picture of your kid. But that it's way, it's just it's a quick way. And, you know, and it's not necessarily a paranoia thing, but it's just oh. when it's easy to lose them, you know, yeah. it's easy to, you know. We've got a friend of ours, speaking of the, of the, the, the going to the Luddite corner. Uh, he's <laughs> a, he's a, a friend of mine that, uh, he's a Hapkido West, but that's neither here nor there. He, uh, all his kids, he's got three children, and they all have their own whistle. And he's a very good whistler, like a whole Von Trapp sound of music kind of thing. And uh-huh. so when he whistles, we were out camping because uh, we're all in scouts together. And we, he was out camping and like he couldn't find him. And so he just, you know, you know, whatever. And the daughter answered and then he threw out another whistle and the son answered. I'm like, oh, my gosh, that's that's eerie. That's eerie and creepy. And, and awesome. And yet kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And so he's like, yeah, that's, you know, we uh, I guess his wife's father did that and he was a military guy but um i was like oh that's that's a great idea and so i tried to uh, do it with my son and that that went over like, like a, a like a lead balloon exactly so you know and because I, I was trying to do the star trek and, you know little uh, oh yeah communicator thing but uh he's not he's not having anything to do with it but that's that's a sort of a luddite way of keeping track of your children and stuff like that but <clears throat> this was something that happened over uh, and dovetails nicely with your suggestion yeah. Of yeah, of doing that. I knew. I do know that. I mean, there's some some carriers have that sort of built into their cell phone. So, like, mm-hmm. if you have you know cell phone, a family plan, and stuff like and that. And there are apps outside of the Apple world that do that. And I, I I had one for my Android phone for a while. So I know there are other apps that do that. But I mean, it, shoot, if if you're an Apple family, it's like free and really easy to set up. So. Yeah, and and why it's, not? It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a handy thing to uh, to to have to control your you know. Plus, you could keep tabs on your spouse. Exactly. So, actually, a friend of mine he did that. He had when uh, it was a, several years ago, but he had it through. I think it was for Verizon, and they could do that. They could track the phone, mm-hmm. and like he would just kind of randomly through the day, you know, call up and look for his wife, and he would see her if she was you know. You know, pardon the stereotype. He'd see her pulling into the mall or something, mm-hmm. and he, you know, text her like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> you know. <laughs> so anyway, it's it uh, it good, clean technology fun. That's right. That's right. So anyway, so that was the technology corner. So everyone, uh, do that. Take pictures of your of your family and uh, get iPads. That's right. 
and uh, and maybe Apple will kick us a, a little money. Speaking of kicking us a little money, you know, I did send out. And granted, we didn't have really have anything over the holidays, but I did send out a, a message to our friends on Facebook and on the Twitterverse about using the uh, Amazon link to uh, and or go to Piranha Gear and buy stuff. <laughs> and so, and no one bought anything apparently for uh, Christmas, uh, which was kind of sad. Because uh, if you go use that link, cutoutacafe.com slash Amazon, and go buy your stuff at Amazon, we uh, get a little taste. We wet our beak a little bit, which helps That's us right. pay for our massive data center and green room and all the great... Well, you know, honestly, though, the thing is, is that, like, you know, re- renewing the domain and the hosting and all that stuff, it, 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 it's not free. And while it's not a lot of money, it's it's not free. So there is that little bit of... It, it would be nice to not have to gulp uh, every year when you got to pay that fifty or a hundred bucks to renew your hosting in your domain. And it would be a lot nicer to be like, ah, you know what? That's money that's coming in from the podcast, so I can freely spend it anyway. That's right. <clears throat> and my wife won't go like, "What's this? What's this charge uh-huh. for?" Blah, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's, uh, so that's that's always good fun. Um, Anyway, so there's all that. So yeah, use use the link, you know. Gosh darn it, uh, it's it's quick, it's easy, and you're gonna buy stuff from there anyway. You know you. That's will. right. So uh, you might as well uh, participate that. And of course, uh, our good friend Bill then at Piranha Gear, he uh, he would love to have some of your business with his fine quality. I just matter of fact, I just got one. <clears throat> I got one. I guess uh, well, several months ago before I went on my trip, but it didn't make it there before my trip. So I actually I'm wearing it now. And one of my students just bought one the other day uh, because and specifically for these these the nifty nylon uh, running through the the channel when you cinch up your your gi pants. Uh, oh yeah, that's nice. That's yeah. really nice. And and I showed her my you know because we got her a, a gi from a, a one of our our per, per, person I normally get my student gis from, and um, she was having problems getting it nice and cinched up. You know, because uh, gi sizing is, you know, is more of an art than a science. So <clears throat> anyway, so yeah. we got her the gi that, that fit her for her size, but it just wouldn't sense up in the middle. And, and so, like, she's working out, and when you start sweating, stuff starts loosening up and, and whatnot. Yep. And so I told her, well, you know, these Piranha Gear gi are great, uh, and they, you know, do this. And so I let her try my gi on after I had washed it and whatnot. And, and she put it, she's like, yeah, it's great. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't, I was just going to give it to her because it, you know, I, I, I wear it fairly often, but it was in pretty good shape because they're tough. Yeah. And uh, I was just going to give it to her, but the pants were still too long because I'm a large strapping man. And that's, well, that's the biggest problem with sizing those, those damn things is that essentially you get, it's a four, a five or a six. And if your legs are longer than, you know, the average person or shorter than the average person or whatever the case may be, the waist and the legs don't match. And then it's just a huge hassle from there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and so, you know, and and that's why I've got kind of gorilla arms, but I've got long legs, but anyway, so, but she tried the pants on and she liked that, that feature. So I said, well, you know, we can get you one. So uh, we just got her one, just got it yesterday. I'm going to give it to her tonight and she's going to try it on and be completely happy because it's an awesome key. Cool. Um, uh, But yeah, there is a whole, and there, there, there's a whole kind of thread there to, to be talking about because since I, you know, I have a, a dojo now and, I'm, and, and now I'm up to nine whole students. Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm almost in double digits, baby. Uh, <laughs> the, um, you know, I've had to buy ghee for these people. And, and so, yeah. you know, there's different sizes and you got to kind of guesstimate. And it's not like I have, you know, a warehouse full of ghee to so I basically order as I get it. And so there's a whole part of me that kind of goes, you know, well, you get the gi, you get the gi. I mean, that's, that's the size you get. And, you know, like I used to like uh gi that went fit a little bit lower, like, like normal pants, like around my uh-huh. ankle. But now I'm kind of appreciating gi that are a little higher. So the first couple of gi that I got from uh, Piranha Gear, because they are high quality cotton and they are full, fully cotton, they shrink up a little bit. And and so right. they shrink up a little higher on my ankle than I like. But now I kind of like them because it facilitates kicking a little more when you're uh, when you're teaching. It just yep. makes it a little bit easier. Nothing catches, and your so your form looks a little bit better. So yeah. Well, and you know you don't have to worry about the idea of wearing floods uh, when when you're in class. And in fact, you're right. I prefer 
a, a, a pant that comes up a little bit higher. You know, I've I've seen guys walking around with stepping on their heels and oh, stuff like that, and it's just cool. yeah, and that that absolutely makes me insane. So I I always prefer it a little bit shorter than a little bit longer. And you know what? If I I, I really do believe that if you get if you get a good gi and you have it, you know, there's a problem with it being a little bit long or something like that, take it to, to, to uh, a cleaner because usually they do cleaning and alterations. I'll bet you for 10 bucks they would hem that, hem that up an inch. And for a gi that you're going to be wearing for six months to a year, probably a year, um, spending $10 to have something that you're comfortable in and fits is more than worth it. So rather than have this weird cycle of, oh, i got to return this one and try a different size, and gee, you're just never happy with anything, just get them hemmed. It, it takes, yeah. it, it's 10 bucks, and it takes probably less than a day. Yeah, and, Super they, can, easy. and, and they can, you know, uh, a matter of fact, one of my students, he's, he's probably, you know, maybe 5'5", five, 5'6", five, five, whatever, but mm-hmm. he's a large fellow. Yeah. And so he wears a size 8 gi. See, that's a, right. And so, but, and so he gets the pants hemmed. I mean, the top yeah. fits him and, and, the, and, the, and the waist fits him. Uh, yep. But they're obviously like, you know, four feet too long for him. Right. So he gets, he, get, he gets them in and they look fine. They, yep. they look great. But, and that's the thing when he, I, I generally have all, I give a student weight gi for my new guys. But I tell them, I say, you're going to want a heavyweight gi. Yeah. And so generally, you know, after the first test or so, they decide, yeah, they need a heavyweight gi because we do some throws and, you know, and whatnot. Well, and honestly, it's nice to have a heavy one and a light one based on the weather and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I wear all heavyweight, like, all the time. But, um, but yeah, but the, I've got one of my gi that's a charado gi. And mm-hmm. uh, I've had it for since like 1992, <laughs> you know, and, and, and they still look great and they still fit. They still they fit me perfectly. They haven't shrunk out, you know, and so because Shredo is a, is a really great product, um, mm-hmm. and uh, they make really great ghee. But <clears throat> so, but I mean, if you're going to invest that, but they're expensive. So if you're going to invest that kind of money, you might as well get one that's you know it's going to fit you yep. and it's going to be fit right. Get it yep. to fit right because they you never know you're going to end up with a ghee that you're going to have for you know twenty some yeah. years. Right. Well, and I think people probably think of you know altering doing alterations to their dress pants and their dress shirts and things like that. But probably, I, I would guess a lot of people just don't think to, to do it to their geese. But it's just fabric. It's easy. Yeah. You can even do it yourself, really. And it's, yeah, I mean, and it's just, it's, it's comfortable. I mean, some people, especially with heavyweight gi, because they have all the stitching and stuff like that, maybe they, yeah. they think they're, they're going to lose that, but they don't. If you take it to a good altar, they can, oh, just, yep. can just say, do it like that, and they'll do it Double like stitch that. it or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's so yeah. Get you. It, yeah, it drives me up a wall. We actually do have a topic, everyone. By the way, and we're yeah, get this to is not minute. our topic, which but, is weird. But, but this is just it's a pain point for me. Is like I'll see videos and I'll see people who are, you know, Grandmaster Daisuke Joe Sack of Donuts, and you'll see a video of them, and they've got this just horribly ill-fitting and cheap-looking gi <laughs> on. <clears throat> And, you know, or like a gi that you can tell that they they have had for twenty years, and it's really threadbare and. and and I was like, you know, guys, come on. I have like maybe six gi. I've got a couple black ones and the rest of them are white oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I just kind of rotate them through because, I mean, they're heavyweight gi and they get pretty sweaty and I don't want to have to wash them every week and, and, yep. and whatnot. And it's, you know, it's like if me and I've only been teaching for uh, – and but I just had my – at the beginning of the month, I had my, uh, I guess, my seventh, seventh year anniversary of opening my dojo. Wow. And uh, And – but and and so now I've got all these gi in, right? And so I was just trying to get in gi, and you know I'm like I'm, I've got to look good as an instructor, so I want my gi to look good, you yeah. know. And so I've, I got a couple extras, and you know, and I rotate them out and I wash them and, and stuff like that. But <clears throat> you know, but I think that's kind of one of the things is like you know if it, if it, there's the argument to be made of like well you know it's, it's it's not about the uniform, you know it's true, but. As an instructor, when you're trying to get people to, you know, it is about the uniform to, to join your cl- to join your mm-hmm. your club and you know perpetuate your art and all that other stuff to bring people in. You know, having a decent looking gi, you know, is 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 a is one way to, you know, help it's it like, out. It's like wearing a tie to an interview. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so anyway, it just drives me up a wall when you see all these people that are like, you know, okay, you're some great grandmaster, you know, 
Allegedly. But you don't have a decent gi. But you, but you got a really crappy, you know, <laughs> gi that you bought and had for like 29 years, and it just it doesn't fit you. It's all fitting. It it looks threadbare. But, but come on, tighten it up. Go to Planet yeah. Gear and buy a gi and make it look good. There, tell there me, you go. tell me, sent you. <laughs> see, see how I came back to that. I, nice. I started away and then and then made the circle. It's kind of like that's right. Uh, Pakwa of um, uh, product endorsement. There you go. I made a circle anyway. Uh, and so yes, we do have a. A topic, and yes. the topic is one that we were going to talk about, you know, like a month or so ago when it when it first came up, and it's all about martial hipsterism. Now, yeah. I live in Austin, and we are replete with hipsters uh, of all shapes and sizes, and they drive me up a wall. Um, but I was sitting there in my own business, as I often do, and I was looking on Facebook, as we all often do. And uh, there was a, on one of the martial arts Facebook pages, there was that lengthy, you know, for the internet, a lengthy thread on um, what to call uh, Okinawan karate. Uh, you know, or, you know they, were, they, were, they were going back and they said, you know, originally it was called today and then so it was called Tay and, you know, then the Chinese influence came in and they called mm-hmm. it this and blah, blah, blah. And basically it kind of boiled down like this person was trying to, you know, get the most the most accurate name for what they do because that's what they wanted to call it. They don't think that calling it, you know, whatever it is it was it was a huge I mean it was long. It was, you know, fairly well researched for a question to to people on the internet. And and it, it was all these names and it's just like what well, you know, shouldn't we be calling it this because of this and shouldn't we be calling it that because of that? And so when I finally got done reading that whole thing that's the first thing that popped in my head was like, what a hipster. And then I was like, oh, <laughs> martial hipster, the martial art hipsters. And there so I started kind of, you know, with that in my head, you know, reading forum posts and reading, going to blogs and stuff like that. There's a, you know, I started like spotting martial hipsters, like these people who, and we've had them. And then looking back when, you know, we've had them forever. You know, there's the people who want to, you know, like, Oh, well, you know, you study karate. Well, you know, I you used to do that. And now I train with this guy who does this double secret. It's only been passed to two people in the last hundred years. Yep. And, I, and everyone is, is trying to, like, you know, be more pure, especially, you know, in, in uh, Okinawan arts. Uh, it, it happens a lot more, it seems, um, especially over the last, you know, 10 or 12 years or, you know, maybe even 20 years as all these Okinawan masters are passing on and their, their families are taking over the art is, is, is trying to be more pure, more cool and more, you know, like, well, you know, there was an argument the other day or discussion, I guess you could say about, um, how people count in class. Oh, and whether they do it in the, the native language of the art. The native language or should they be doing it in Japanese or they should be doing it in the Hogan mm-hmm. dialect of Okinawa. And then, and then there was somebody who was talking about that. It, it does. There's some way of counting that like, uh, up your chi, or you know, it's, 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 so it's that sort of deep dive of you know, like somebody tries to out, you know, out ancient reference somebody, you yes. know, and uh, <clears throat> and and so I guess it's the, the the purpose of, of our discussion here today, and again, we would love to hear you guys talk about it on uh, you know the Facebook page and and whatnot uh, is you know. It, Where's the line, I guess? Well, you know, what's the line drawn between being, you know, a a, a student, which kind of goes back to one of our earlier topics, right? About being a student or, Mm -hmm. or being, you know, you know, a consumer. Hobbyist. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, you know, where, where do you have that? Like, you know, does it really matter sort of thing, which, you know, it can be applied, I guess, anywhere along the ladder, but it's, it's, you know, does it really matter, you know, how pure something is? Relative to say, you know, 100 years ago or 50 years well, ago. Well, yeah, and see, I think that that I I wouldn't necessarily want to say that those discussions are never worth taking the time to have. Um, I think that there's a there's an interest and a value in um, having a discussion because uh, you know, for the context for me is Wing Chun and. Um, you know, the, the, the divisions and lineages of Wing Chun are, are, in my opinion, 
extensive, especially for its age. I mean, Wing Chun is a system that is that's that's relatively speaking not that old, and there's about a million different people doing a million different variations of it, and saying that everyone else is wrong. Um, <laughs> so, I. I think there's there's a certain fascination. I mean, I enjoy having conversations about you know Wing Chun lineages and you know this person and that person and, and why that split and how that split and um, what the quote unquote real Wing Chun is versus the not real Wing Chun. And then, especially with the Wing Chun guys, you've got the um, uh, what is it, the the Ip Man lineage which is divided all on its own and then you've got well what i would call everything that's not um it man on on the other side which also has divisions of its own um and i think those topics are interesting to talk about to say hey you know the uh, for example the original wing chung from what i know anyway the original wing chung did not have the long pole form and the long pole form was Incorporated this is what I heard anyway. Incorporated from the um, the the boats, the opera houses, or something like that. They had these long poles, and somebody said, "Hey, this is a cool exercise tool, and I'll use it." So, again, from my lineage, the long pole is not really a weapon; it's used in exor- as an exercise tool. Right, right, sure. right now, there are people like. Right. No, that's not right. Or pulling, pulling over, yelling at the thing. No, you guys are right. Well, and that's that is the difference. I think that I think that if if there's people that are that are typing on the Facebook page saying, "Hey, you know, this is what my instructor heard about the Wing Chun long pole, and that it is used as a weapon, and it was gotten from the blah 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 and the thing and the stuff." That conversation I enjoy having. I love to have those conversations. The ones that I don't like to have are, "No, you're wrong. I'm right." Oh yeah. And 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 that's that, <laughs> because then I think to myself, okay, we're not having a discussion anymore. You're lecturing me about what your opinion is. Yeah, well, yeah, and so this is, I guess, maybe a, a nuanced, uh, a, a nuanced topic from from that is is you know they're, they're definitely those are you know willing to to be uh, discussed as long as they can be discussed. You know, uh, civilly, as we've often said, that's always that needs to be. Yep. But it's someone who goes like, you know, um, you know, maybe from that one to be like, well, you know, do we really call it Ip Man or you Ip know, do we, or do we call it Yip Man because in 1933 it was this? That was kind of the right. thrust of 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 of, uh, of of the the thread. Which man, yeah. I wish I could I could find it and 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 whatnot. Um, was that, uh, you know, because it was basically like, you know, what do we call essentially karate, you know? Yeah. And it was the whole, it was a whole run of like, you know, it was, it was referred to this until this time and this and until this time. And, you know, it, it it's, it's like, does it really matter kind of thing? I mean, it, it's, it was kind of interesting because, I mean, there was, you know, I, I knew there were different terms for it as they went down. And I do know that, you know, there was, a, a meeting of masters, you know, back in the day where they kind of said like, okay, we're going to start calling it karate, meaning this, because it's kind of in the vernacular now, and that's kind of the way they do it in Japan, right. and, you know, we're just going to kind of let it, they, it, it, a lot of the stuff, especially from the Okinawan side of, of uh, martial arts, um, from everything that I've gathered is, the people who really worry about it are the Americans. <laughs> right, yeah. Or, you know, the, the Westerners, the Okinawans really don't care so much. I mean, they care more about the technique and, and the way things work than, you yeah. know, what you call or what belt you're wearing or, you know, all that kind of stuff like that. So, Well, and I, I had an interesting uh, realization when I started taking, um, or at least, yeah, when I started taking uh, Silat was that, <clears throat> again, this is from what I know, um, in the Indonesian culture and world, Essentially, every time an instructor got to the point where they would split off and have their own school, it was actually um, more common that they would 
incorporate their name in the style of Silat. So like the, uh, who was, it? I think this is a screamer, but like the tours, um, the Detours brothers, they, you know, I don't, I don't think it's a huge variation on what was taught to them, but they just kind of made it a little bit of their own thing. And I think as an instructor, that's kind of what you do, right? Because you can't really expect that's, that's the bad part of like, that's why, that's why a McDojo has a, has a bad connotation is that because really the best way is that if, for example, if, if you think that your instructor is teaching the exact photocopy thing that was taught to him, well, then why don't you just go to his instructor? <laughs> um, I mean, the, I, everybody, I don't think it's possible to do that. Everybody puts their own taste, their own flavor into stuff. And so it's going to change. It's going to evolve. And guess what? What you call it? It doesn't really matter because it is going to change. Now, that being said, I think that there is some historical importance to say, you know, the um, uh, the Silim Tao, which is the first Wing Chun form. The Silim Tao that I'm going to teach you is as close as I can get it, or as close as I know to what my instructor taught me, and that's really important for the historical aspect of this art. Okay, here's a modified version of Si Lin Tao that I teach because I think these differences are important and I think it's important that the martial art grow and change because otherwise we just get a stagnant martial art. I mean, if if no, uh, you know, like it's, it's like the Wing Chun guys going, well, I don't need to do any groundwork ever. Like, well, guess what? You know, you need to grow and change with the times and you need to do, you need to start doing some groundwork. You need to expose your students to some of that. Now you can still say, Hey, you know, my martial art is just as good as any other martial art. That's fine. But at some point you need to expose yourself to that. So I guess the moral of the story, what I'm, what I'm trying to get around to is that there are, there are many cultures that recognize the fact and accept the fact open-heartedly that these things are going to evolve and grow and change and you know labels are just labels what we put on with stuff and if you get all wrapped around the axle and what to call things then you know what's the what's the the, the bruce lee thing you're you're paying attention to the to the finger Possible instead of the moon yeah. Yeah. instead of the moon that it's pointing at right so yeah okay uh, well i found the post and uh, oh you did okay yeah 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 and so the uh, yeah, and so the, the thrust of the post. I'm not going to read the whole thing because <laughs> it, it is actually fairly long. But it said, you know, whoever this was said, like up until lately, they re they thought that karate, uh, 2D, and kempo are the same. He said, I believe that many people fell under this type of thinking, and then they were into this whole thing about Japanese styles and uh, yeah. political correctness of karate, and karate versus 2D, uh, and it's more complicated. Do the history, and then um, they blah, blah, and they kind of round it out by saying, you know, uh, <clears throat> you can you can call uh, recent ish styles like Shotokan, Waduru, Gojukai, i.e. Japanese styles, Karate, mm -hmm. and then uh, said, but schools like Gojuru, Achiru, or Shorinru, or are those? Uh, he said, you know, call them Karate. Hell no, they should be called Tuidi. Or maybe Kempo for referring to a closer Chinese influence, and uh, you know, so it, <clears throat> it's yeah. And I've kind of <laughs> and, and I've kind of seen this sort of stuff happen before, where people have you know, like I call it this because blah, and yeah. you know, it's like well, okay, you know, and it's it's kind of one of those kind of and because I researched it and it's actually this, so well, yeah, but you know, today it's this. And so of <laughs> this is what I cause versus this is what you call it. And you should call it this versus you should call it that. Yeah. If I say, hey, I'm going to call it karate because I believe that it's historically accurate, or I'm going to call it kempo because I believe blah, 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 blah. But if, if I'm posting something that says, hey, check out this karate video, and some guy posts a comment back to go, that's not karate, that's kempo, 
<laughs> that that'll get you an eye roll every time. Right. Yeah. And but see, to me, that's not being a hipster. That's just kind of you know not letting stuff slide. <laughs> and, <laughs> it, it's, it's like well, actually, you know, it, it being being the hipster would probably be like if they then went into a whole big dissertation about wine. Right. Yes. You know, it'd be like, well, because according to my research, in 1913, somebody, you know, whatever. So, <laughs> and, and, and but I mean, that kind of thing can kind of spur, you know, some some discussion, you know, because like I said, when, when I finally got to the end of that uh, that thing, the first thing I thought was like, oh, what a karate hipster. Yeah. yeah. And, and we see people that, you know, we've... Uh, Kind it's, of, it's the eye roll effect, you know. You're just like, ah, oh, jeez. Yeah, yeah, you know, and it has nothing to do with technique. It has nothing to do with, you know, and sometimes it's an agenda. Sometimes, I mean, you know, there's a, uh, you know, well, there's... and honestly, I mean, I do, the, I do the exact same thing. One of the one of the websites I frequent a lot is is Reddit, and um, it comes up over and over and over again about which style is better. And somebody will, you know, somebody will post a video where it's a kung fu versus boxing video or whatever the case might be. And they post this video and say, see, this is why kung fu is better than boxing because, you know, this particular kung fu guy beat this particular boxer. And then you go into the posts and you start reading the posts and, it's just like it, it gives it gets you the eye roll every time. You're just like, ah, oh, geez, this this thing again. You got to be yeah. kidding me. Yeah, <clears throat> but see, I don't even think that's. I mean, I, I don't know if that falls into the martial hipster uh, moniker either. Because yeah, I mean, that's been going on forever. I, I think it's people who you know. I mean, there there's there's some blogs out there where, and part of it's actually martial hipster slash, you know, youngin. Marshall, Marshall Youngin, because yeah. I don't know how many times, it seems like maybe once every two or three or four years, I'll see somebody post on a blog or thing about like, you know, discovering the ancient Okinawan toe kick, which, you know, <laughs> we, we've been doing for, you know, ever. I mean, I've been doing right. it for 20 some odd years. And it's not that like, ooh, I discovered it before. It's just like, that's what I was taught. So that's what yeah. I do. You know, so it's not like, it, it, part of it is, I think, discovering something about your system or the system you're, that, that, you know, maybe you weren't taught, and so you just presume that no one else knows about it? Well, and I think that's probably what it comes back to the most, is that it's, it's this, you know, again, it's the, back to the idea of humility, in that um, for it's, it's people who believe that they are an authority on something when they genuinely don't have the credentials to be an authority on that particular topic. Like podcast hosts. Like podcast hosts. Now, we openly admit that we have no idea what we're doing, so we're okay. <laughs> That's true. We do, we, 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 we do pretty much put that disclaimer on, That's right. on any given show. Just like South Park, you know, do not listen to the, the – our, our disclaimer should be no one should listen to this podcast. Right. I mean, especially if you're a martial hipster. So, That's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so there's yeah, – the. the yeah, what I've often said before is that the people who know most in, in martial arts are green belts and new shodans. You yeah. know, because it, that, that there's a, like an arc of, you know, when you get kind of eat up with it, at, you know, you're generally around green belts, you know, a year or two in, and, you know, ah. you're hitting all the forums and you're discovering all this information that nobody knew, you know, quote unquote. Yep. And then the same thing is then when you get your shodan, it's like, I know everything. It's like, no, you don't, you know. So uh, <clears throat> there's that transition too between. Um, where you, as a beginner, you you feel like you don't know anything, which is true, and then you get a little more experience, and you start you you start to get more comfortable, and you go, okay, I I feel like I've got a handle on this, and then you get a little more experience, and you start to feel like an expert, and you start to feel like you know everything, and then you get past that point. And you're you're sort of back at the beginning again, where you realize that you don't know anything at all. And it's not that you don't know anything at all, but it's that you start to realize that okay, I have a very specific knowledge um, in a very specific wedge of the pie that is martial arts, much less you know Japanese martial arts, much less my particular style. <laughs> right. 
So I, I think as you kind of go through those cycles, um, you do you do end up getting to a point where sort of the humility part kicks in. But before that is that, and I've seen it in, um, I think probably the worst people to do it are like student instructors. <laughs> uh, because student instructors feel like, oh, now I've been given the authority that I know all this stuff and I should be telling you how to do it. And um, for example, even with student instructors, I think, and we've talked about this before, about how to give advice during class. But even when you're an instructor, um, it, it, you know, you, you have to be careful in not saying you should do it this way or you should do it that way. You know, soften it up and say things like, well, I think this is the way Sensei would like us to do it. Now, if you don't think that's the case, then we can go talk to him. Um, but I, I, I believe that we're supposed to be doing it like this, mm -hmm. right or wrong, um, instead of, no, you're wrong when you do it that way and you should do it this way. And so it comes back to that arrogance, you know, of I know the right way to do something. I know the right thing to call something because I did all the research, you right. know, which the research was is I read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, and there's that. So, yeah, I, so I guess there's just a, there, there, there's a slippery slope, I guess, yeah. between, you know, being, because everybody, I mean, kind of wants to have, I mean, uh, one of the things that I love about my system is, you know, the history of the system. Yeah. You know, and uh, I have probably forgotten more of it than I, <laughs> I should. I mean, there's because, I mean, I, same thing, green belt, brown belt. I was all eat up with. I've read everything. And now, yeah. ironically, I know I have the Internet. You know, I don't yep. do the research really much anymore. So, but I make my yep. students do it. I'm like, hey, go look this up. <laughs> so, <clears throat> because, well, because I want them to do, you know. Yeah. I don't want them to just, you know get my version of it because there's the other thing you know the, there's if there's anything that uh martial hipsterism can help with it is that the fact there's somebody out there who's you know so bored and and the kind of the funny thing is like usually on these threads people say like just shut up and train dude you know who cares yeah. you know and they'll get all you know people start you know going on but there, there's so there's a certain part of like you know if you are, are so you know comfortable in your level of training that this is something you want to delve into Go right ahead. But because it does help the people like, you know, that, that do not want to do that kind of level of training to kind of just absorb it. Go, oh, okay, well, you know, this person says this. Mm -hmm. So in in my lineage, there are people who have broken off from our system and, you know, that have trained with other people and blah, 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 blah. And so now, especially thanks to the Internet, there's all these stories that are coming out. And I had a guy approach me a few months ago about uh, training with me, and he had trained with a guy who trained with a guy who used to train with our grandmaster. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so he was, and there was a shakeup over there. So anyway, so he approached me and he said, like, yeah, I still want to learn all this stuff. Can, you know, I come train with you. And so, but he had been in the mode and he had done a lot of trash talking. I think we talked about this before. He'd done a lot of trash talking to our system. And I was like, okay, well, you just bagged us for, you know, years. Why are you coming to train with me now? And he says, well, you know, I was younger then. I didn't understand. Yep. And I said, well, that's a good place to start. So anyway, we started talking. And so he would ask me questions. He'd say, like, you know, I heard this. And I said, well, this is what I understand about it. I said, I don't know if yep. it's right or wrong. I, this is what I understand from it. Yep. <laughs> and that I've had two decades of training with these people, and none of this stuff has ever occurred to me, happened to me or anyone around me. So your mileage may vary. Right. And, uh, and whoever this is, whoever, whoever this would happen to, it may have happened to him because I was not there. Right. And so, you know, we talk about, you know, our, you know, our grandmaster's instructor, Master Silken, you know, there are people who train with them that are saying things and it's like, well, you know, okay, I wasn't there. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, okay. I mean, I, yeah, gonna, you have I, your opinion. I have yeah. mine. It's all good. I'm not going to say you're wrong because, you know, apparently you were there. Yeah. You know, I said, but that was decades and decades ago, and you really weren't there that long. <laughs> so, <laughs> so in the in the context of yeah, you were there, you were there decades and decades ago, and yeah. you know, you weren't there that long. You know, whatever. So, so there's there's a little bit of that. So I think uh, maybe martial hipster, the counter to martial hipsterism is is you know martial context of like yeah, well you know it's it's here now. Well, yeah, and you know just to just to not get sucked into it. I mean, I think. Um, you know, there's there's the there's the classic example of the internet troll, where people just say things to get a reaction from somebody else. Yeah. 
And so if, uh, you know, if, if it's, if it's irritating that somebody says, oh, you should call your art this versus this kind of thing, you know, just roll your eyes and kind of go, okay, whatever. I, I, you know, I, I don't really, I don't really care what your opinion is, so I'm just going to walk away. Or, I mean, honestly, if you're interested in having the intellectual discussion about what to call your art and what it should be called in the history of your art and the history, blah, 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 then have, you can have that discussion. Just take it out of the context of this matters in my life. <laughs> because ultimately it, it doesn't. I mean, it, it really doesn't. And I yeah, would... It creates yeah. a discussion point. I mean, usually when I read yeah. that kind of stuff, I'll, you know, I'll talk with you're you. Like, oh, okay. I'll talk with some of my other friends. About that. Yeah, you're like, hey, you know, I just read this thing, you know. Yeah. And uh, and uh, what do you think about it? And then, right. you know, we'll but talk. But you get all, yourself all wrapped up because of it is just like... And I think sometimes that that's what people are looking for, is is they're looking for... They're creating a, a strong opinion. And in fact, we've, you know, I don't know if we've talked about it. I know when I was doing my podcast with Sterling, one of the things that, that we actually made a conscious decision about is that um, when we have a topic that we're discussing, sometimes I will have a more contrarian opinion on the podcast than I actually have, only because it makes for a more interesting conversation, just to play kind of devil's advocate, you know? Right. Um, so if if you have everybody agreeing with everything, it's just a big echo chamber, and and there's nothing interesting about that. Um, but it's just it's not worth getting all wrapped up for. And I, honestly, if you know if if I had a uh, if I had a Kempo place, if I had a Kempo school, my sign out front would not say Kempo; it would say Karate. And the reason for that, I mean, it might say both, but like. The average layman, they think they don't know. Yeah, they don't know kung fu, silat, uh, uh, taekwondo. It's all karate. It's yeah. all karate to them. Right, right. Or yeah, yeah exactly. They and so, if you're to. talking about marketing, you, you probably don't want to send out flyers that say, you know, uh, 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 you know, penjak silat, because nobody's going to know what that is. They're right. probably going to think it's yoga. Right. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. I mean, I've I've kind of touched on this a, a couple times in, in in the history. Like I, you know, like a lot of people when when they say, you know, oh, you oh, yeah, well, I train in martial arts. I just kind of leave it you know, martial arts because yep. you know I tend to think I dabble in some other things. Although my focus is clearly karate, you know. So right. but so I train in martial arts. So <clears throat> and then you know for a little bit when I was kind of trying to get my dojo stood up and and whatnot, I I would put MMA in there. Ah. Because I teach a mixed martial art. Because we, yep. we grapple, we send people to the ground, we use yep. weapons. We do, that's a mixed martial art. Right. It's a mixed martial arts system. <laughs> so, yep. so, which is really kind of what it all boils down to. So, and then, so you uh, have to play to the crowd a little bit. You a know? little bit, yeah. I mean, so yeah. down the street for me is the, is the you know, Austin Karate Academy. They don't teach karate. They teach Tang Soo Do. You know, and because, right. because everyone, <laughs> you know. That's great. You know, and that's what they teach. You know, yep. and then the place down the street that also teaches Tangsudo, they also say karate. So, yeah. and you know, every well, and like the the place that I go to, Chan's Kung Fu teaches. They teach Kung Fu. They teach uh, Tai Chi. They teach Wing Chun, which is a type of Kung Fu. Yeah. But they also but, teach but Kung Wei Fu. Tai. But Kung Fu is a you know is more or less a brand name, right? Like right. Xerox. But they teach Muay Thai too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, but that's just you get them in. People like are looking for martial arts yeah. or something. They I want to do Kung Fu, and then they'll. You know, you bring them in with the other, the rest of the stuff, right? Exactly. So, but but for like recently, like in the last I don't know six eight months or whatever, yeah, I was talking with somebody, and because when they would say like, oh, well, what kind of mar martial arts do you do? And I would say, Okinawan karate, and right. then I kind of my martial hipster thing kicked on, and I was like, well, you know, I'm not going to stop. I'm going to stop calling it Okinawan karate because karate comes from Okinawa. That's what I thought too. And so, so it's all there's, karate. There's Japanese karate. And yeah. then, you know, arguably there's Korean karate, you know, so you can, you can kind of do that. But I mean, just everyone knows karate. And so, so that's my, my, my hipster thing. And then this thing popped up, which is, you know, when I read that, I was kind of like, well, that's kind of what I'm doing. You know, maybe I shouldn't do that. But, but now I, oh. I still do it. Now I just say, 
Uh, yeah, and I think it, you know, like I say, I think it's perfectly okay for you to do it. What 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 well, what, gets, what gets borderline is when someone tells other people the way they should be doing it. Like if you were having a conversation with somebody and they say, "Well, I do karate." Oh, really? What style is it? And they named some Korean style. And then you were like, well, you know, that's not really karate, because yeah. all karate comes from Okinawa. Well, that, well that, that, that's why we'd be going in my head. Yeah, and then you, you, and that's fine to do it in your head, but if then you then proceed to lecture the person, and meanwhile, this person is like, uh, I've been going for like two months, and we're at a dinner party, and uh, I just like want to have a drink, and I don't even know you, dude. <laughs> 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 then it starts to get weird. Well, it's it's kind of the you know the I don't know what, what do you want to call it. Like I had a guy come into my my class one day and uh, he he said, "Oh, I just moved here and and I trained." You know, I said, "We were doing martial arts." Before. He goes, "Oh yeah, well, I used to do jujitsu." And I said, "Oh yeah, Japanese or Brazilian?" Uh huh. And he just looked at me blankly, like what? Because <laughs> I'm sure he didn't know that there is a Japanese jujitsu. Right. You know, because it, that, then his frame of reference, I mean, yeah, they're not going to talk about it. So, uh, you know, and, and so to, that's, that's a little bit of, I don't know if it would be hipster. I think it's just, you know, understanding your art, you know. Right. And where it came from and all this other stuff like that. I mean, he hadn't been training that long. He'd only done it a few months and whatnot. And so that's, you know, understandable. But, but just, you know, when, if, if you walk into a martial arts school and you're, and you're, and you're interested in martial arts and, and whatever, you know, at a certain point, you probably should know that, that there's, yeah. you know, a different flavor of, of what. Well, and it's what we've talked about before is it, that, you know, you can be a, you can be a stylist or you can be a martial artist. And, you know, I think that a, the, the, the martial artist is the one that, um, that, that sees themselves as, uh, becoming more than just their style. You can learn, you know, if you're a musician, you can learn just one instrument or you can be a musician. Um, and that's probably offensive to people that, that actually know an instrument. I mean, they're obviously musicians, but uh, I think it's—I just think it's important to be more well-rounded. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, and, and that, that goes. Down. And so that's—I mean—that's why we—I don't really want to necessarily discourage um, uh, you know the hipsterism and the, and the stuff like that because it, it keeps right. it going, you know. And it does. And it just—I guess—you know—when you become. You know, when you've gone down the road and you've been doing it for a while, you gotta you gotta kind of roll your eyes every now and again to the the young yeah. kid who's like, you know, I just discovered this, you know, branch of Okinawan karate, and it's you know, no one's yeah. ever you know, <laughs> there's a school down the street that does it, you know, or yeah. you know, whatever. Okay, great, yay, you found it out, you know, and you're sharing the information, woohoo! But you know, part of it is, I guess maybe. Somebody, whoever the person's instructor was, or you know, whoever, some sort of competent authority for this person to go like, okay, you know, you, well, you know, these guys do it. I, I guess if if you are a student, which I guess we all are, uh, you know, there should be something where you might want to go. I mean, I do it a lot. Like if I hear some fact or I hear some, you know, something, uh, you know, that uh, I'll run it past. One of our senior guys, and go like, "Hey, man, yeah. have you ever heard this?" Yeah. And generally, it's like, "Oh yeah, you know, so and so did this, and it, you know, what do you know about it?" And I and I kind of, you know, I, I kind of do a little due diligence before I go out, you know, and, and start talking about it. Pontificating, yeah, you know, <laughs> just because, it just I don't want to be, you know, like, oh yeah, everyone knows that dude. No, oh, geez, I feel like a dumbass. Well, so much for keeping this to a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was. <laughs> Just, uh, just picking up on. Yeah. Uh, so, well, well hey, good. Well, then let's 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 bring this in. <laughs> I think I think I have. Uh, so let's let's bring it in uh, by um, by considering a topic for next time. Okay. Well, so uh, one of the, oh, go ahead. Do we want to wrap this one up? Yes. Let's wrap this one up. Okay. And, uh, and 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 <laughs> and so I think that's a good place to wrap up. We we do need the Marshall hipsters. Marshall hipsters, you guys stay out there with your. With your, you know, ironic ghee and your, uh, you know, I don't know, your, your beard that you can whip around and your, your single gear sigh. What does, and, what does an ironic ghee look like? I don't know. <laughs> I, I guess a flannel, a flannel ghee. A, a skinny, a skinny ghee. I guess, you know, they always wear the skinny uh, yes, ghee. The skinny ghee with the, with the tapered pants. Yes, the skinny ghee and the single gear bow and oh, I, 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 I don't like hipsters. The, uh, <laughs> the uh, you know... 
but yeah, because you know we need. You know, I think having an intellectual pursuit of the martial arts is fantastic. Yeah, and I think it's always good to, to constantly be looking and constantly, you know. Uh, but I think the, the I think the true refinement is in technique, not necessarily in the what you call it. But shut up and train is not always the right answer. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I think that it's it's good to have discussions and it's good to have discussions about history and things like that because if you know if martial arts history isn't important then you could just say well no history is important um, and I don't I don't think that's right and I don't think that's fair so you can't you can't dismiss it altogether at the same time you have to put it in the putting it into context is the big thing if you if you put it into context of a oh boy, I, you know, I'm having an intellectual discussion versus I'm going to get upset about this. Um, getting upset about it, it's, you know, that is not relevant to your life at all. Right. So yeah. that's not worth it. But yeah, we had. Uh, I had a friend. This is the last thing. <laughs> I had a friend who was talking about um, some sort of like you know a two D technique, a wrist crank or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he said, "Well, we don't call it a wrist crank. And he says we call it a blah because." And he gave his reason for it. Which, you know, we, you know, and then I, I kind of, on the thread, one of our senior guys was there and he goes like, well, that guy's kind of high, you know, and I was like, yeah, well, you know, you know, yeah. gr- grammatic, grammatically he was incorrect as well, but I mean, <laughs> but so I just replied to him and said like, well, you know, you know, if it's your, it's your school, man, so you can call it anything you want. That's right. You know, as long as you guys are all on the same page, hey, whatever, you know. I'm going to call and, it, it's the Oxford comma of martial arts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so, you know, it was, it was like, I, it diffused the, diffused the situation. It was yep. like, you know, fine. You know, they're in a different system anyway. So I was like, you know, whatever, you know, as long as you guys are all on the same page, that's cool, baby. Yep. You know, just know when you come into my school, I'm going to call it this. And, and if, you know, somebody gets broke or hurt, you know. Then that's why. Yeah. And that's why. So that's, you know, some sort of, you know. But yes, well, and that's why that's, that's, you're absolutely right though, is that's when terminology actually does matter and is important because. Right. If, uh, you know, if you can't communicate, then that's, that's a major problem. So, right. Right. So it does matter. And speaking of communication. Yes. We'd love to hear you guys. Absolutely. Talk about it. We get on the, get on the Facebook. You can, uh, you know, I got to get out on that, on that Facebook thing. Um, it's uh, taken off. I'm telling you, man, that Facebook thing, it's, it's, I hear it's going to be huge. Yeah. I hear, (laughs) you know, I mean, it may not be, may not catch the MySpace anytime soon, but I'm telling you, no, it's, it's blown up. Um, yeah, we need to, uh, but, uh, we love to hear you guys' comments. Give us a call in the comment line, send us an email, you know, jump on the Facebook, all that good stuff. Tweet us in the Twitterverse, whatever. Seems like Facebook is probably the lowest barrier to entry as far as just joining the group. And and posting a comment about what you think about the show or or whatever. Yeah, I mean we've had a few new people hop in, and you know, I, I, if you if you do join the Facebook, and and you do join our, our our page, you know, when you join up, and you know what, 2015, I'm going to start monitoring that better. Yeah, I know go. that you've been you've been really uh, uh, good at uh, sort of caretaking on that page, and I'll I'll, I'll get in there and I'll start. Joining in the conversation and looking at it a little more. Cool, because that's what we want. It's all about the yeah. conversation, right? That's right. And speaking of conversations, let's bring this one to a close. Uh, the all right. first podcast of 2015, hopefully it'll not be the last. Yay! Uh, we've got a couple topics. Uh, trying to get a few couple cool interviews to put together. Uh, yep. And I uh, need to get back on top of that. And we will try and keep that momentum. Uh, Dan, a pleasure to talk to you as always. It's uh, always a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, one of the things I'd like to mention is that I think that a good topic maybe for next time would be um, uh, supplementary income for martial arts schools. Uh, a friend of mine, um, I just did an uh, online learning center for him, which is kind of like selling DVDs but the new school way. Mm-hmm. So I think it would be valuable if anybody has any ideas about uh, ways that, that they have learned to supplement their income, whether by, I don't know, giving martial arts or team-building seminars or something like that. Uh, post it on our Facebook, uh, give us an email, and we can have a discussion around it uh, next time. Absolutely. Okay, sounds good. There we go. Topic. There we go. So, uh, cool. It's great to talk to you as always, Paul. You too. And uh, thanks for everyone for listening. I hope you had a happy new year and a great holidays, and we will talk to you all again. Very soon. Thanks for listening to another episode of Karate Cafe. 
You can join the conversation by emailing us at karatecafe at gmail.com. Call our comment line at 469-844-5791 or log into the forum at karatecafe.com. Remember, you can support the show by visiting our sponsor, piranagear.com, or shopping at Amazon through our link, karatecafe.com slash Amazon, or donate at karatecafe.com. I'm Steve Henderson, proud supporter and voice talent for Karate Cafe. If you or someone you know needs an effective voice for a film, television, radio, or new media web project, contact me at stevehendersonvoiceovers at gmail.com or call me at 404-314-8400. Once again, thanks for listening to Karate Cafe.